The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Good morning, sir. Wow, praise the Lord. You may be seated. Thank you. How many of you believe that God is not a God of chance? He's a God of purpose and intention. No, I, don't, I will just take it from the bottom. It's fine. Thank you. Thank you, sir. I don't know whether you are wearing your seat belts because um, we are about to take off on an amazing adventure. I'm going to ask you for two things. Number one, Stay expectant, and number two, be truthful. Stay expectant and be truthful. But before I begin to speak, let me thank uh, Pastor Tunde and Pastor Oinda for allowing me to minister the word. It's always a privilege to be here in this house. And for those that don't know, I think I've been in every building Kingsway the Kedja I've ever been in. Including the hotel down, I mean, every single one from Pastor Lan to Pastor Noel, now to Pastor Tunde. So I'm blessed to be here. Oh, apparently, I'm supposed to call you General Overseer of Africa, <laughs> President of Africa <laughs> and beyond. Anyway, I'm going to ask the, the, the worship team to come back up. And um, let me tell you what I'm going to do so that we know where we are going. So I'm going to make three calls before I begin to speak. And Pastor K did it the other day when he was ministering here, where he did the ministry first before they preached. So I feel that I'm, in, I'm, on, I'm on safe ground. <laughs> so we're going to do some ministrations first. And then I'm going to preach a little bit, I hope, if we get to it. And then um, I'll tell you a story at the end. Um, like I said, make sure you're wearing your seatbelts because it can get rough. Just come back up. We, we, we're going to go back to that song, He Won't Fail. Um, we're not going to sing it yet. We'll sing it as we're ministering to people, but we're going to minister to people this morning. And let me start by saying, 20 years ago, I was preaching. And God challenged me and he said, have I failed you? I said, God, no, not now. Not, I'm preaching. Can I finish my preach? And then we can have this conversation. God said, no, 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 no. You cannot be preaching on the goodness of God, that God is good all the time, and carry with you a burden where you think that I have failed you. 20 years ago, I had a call. I was in the office. And the call said, your wife is in hospital and your unborn child is dead. I go to my boss, say, I need to leave to go to the hospital to see my wife. My boss said to me, oh, it's okay. People lose babies all the time. Don't take too much time off, be back. That was my marching orders, just to be a man and to go to the hospital. By the time I got there, my child was buried. 
So I never got to see the child. So that day when I was preaching, God's preaching about the goodness of God, how good God is. And God asked me, have you asked me this morning, have I failed you? I was like, God, I can't answer that question right now. Not now. Not, not now. And maybe this morning you're saying to yourself, I went to buy petrol yesterday and I couldn't buy. And maybe you feel God has failed you. And this morning I want to challenge you. It's okay to be honest. That's why I said I want you to do one thing, be true. I said, God, I'm going to be honest with you. I feel you failed me. And then he said to me, but how can you preach that I'm good if you feel that I failed you? I said, God, I don't understand it either. And then he said to me, all things work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. And then he said, he won't. He won't. He won't fail. He won't fail. He won't. This morning, I'm going to make a call. If you're sitting under the sound of my voice and you feel right now, you're in a situation that looks like God failed you. Maybe a child, maybe a job, maybe a husband, maybe a wife, maybe a brother, maybe a sister. This morning, I don't want us to play church. I want us to do church. So if you are in this, under the sound of my voice in this room and you know in your heart you're struggling with this question, has he failed you? And you can't honestly answer no. I'm going to ask you to just come to the front. Just come and we're going to pray and minister to you. Like I said, you just have to be true. I could be here just for one person. It doesn't matter. If you know that you're in a situation where you say to yourself, it looks like God, you failed me, but I want to agree with you this morning that you won't. It might feel like it did, but I know you won't. I won't know you won't. I know you won't. You won't. You won't. It's a moment you won't. of truth. It might look like he's failed you. It might look like he let you down. It might look like he, he left you. No, 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 no. He won't fail. This morning, this morning, we stand before He won't. No, 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 no. He won't fail. He won't.
say to everybody who's standing under the sound of my voice, those who have come out and been brave to come out, I want to tell you this this morning. If God did not fail me, after that moment, I have two beautiful daughters, Olamide and Oyinlola, my pride and joy. But I had to let go in that moment and say, okay, God, I agree with you. You didn't fail me. And now I trust you. And so, therefore, I have two beautiful daughters today because I let go. And so all I'm asking you today to say to you this morning that if he didn't fail me, why will he fail you now? I know how you feel. I've been there. And he won't fail you. It feels like he has. But this morning as you stood up and you're standing in front of me saying, it looks like God, you failed me. God is bringing reassurance. Just like Pastor today said this morning. There is hope for us. There is hope. As long as you are alive, the Bible says as long as you are alive, there is hope. And this morning, all I have to speak to you is hope. What we're going to do in a second, I'm just asking the Holy Spirit, what do, how do I do this? I'm going to ask any of the ministers who are here, leaders, to come. And we're just going to lay hands and lay hands and impart hope. Impart hope into you. Impart hope into you impart hope into you and while we're imparting it while we're praying for you it's not a long prayer just gonna we're just gonna speak over you hope into your life hope into your situation then the the team in the back will just be singing just sing the whole song through just gently just sing it over us as we begin to minister to these people yeah yeah, yeah. all right ministers um, come and begin to lay hands on people one by one. Just speak hope into them. Ministers begin to pray for them one by one. And if you're led by the Spirit to speak more, if you know more about the circumstances, go ahead. This is just a moment of laying it down. Christ is my firm foundation The rock on which I stand when everything around me is shaken, I've never been more glad. Cause I put my faith in Jesus. He's never let me down. He's faithful through generations. So I
of God divine we thank you for this moment we thank you for an opportunity to just lay it before you and you won't fail you can't fail you're just God hmm. second call I'm gonna make comes from earlier on this morning we when the service started you were singing a song God will work it out. Can you sing that now? And I'm going to make a second call. Holy Spirit, help me. God <laughs> will work it out. uncertain times and the workplace is an uncertain place business is uncertain but I wonder whether we are believers believers <laughs> because the Bible says to God a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years is like a day and if you're a business leader a corporate leader under the sound of my voice I want to tell you this what God is saying to you this morning God will work it out. God will work it out. One thing I know. One thing I know. One thing I found. God will work it out. So if you're a business leader, honor the sound of my voice. And you're wondering. What's next week going to be? What's next month going to be? What's next year going to be? I'm going to just ask you to stand where you are. Just stand where you are. You're a leader in the house this morning and you're saying, God, what's next? What's next? What's next for my business? What's next for my organizations? What's next for me? And we're just going to sing this over you. That God is going to work it out. Now, I don't like making pronouncements unless I sense God is asking me to. So I want to make a pronouncement that today will mark a shift. A shift. Joseph found himself in a very unpleasant job to provide food for seven years of famine. And if you really believe that God brought you to this earth and you are alive today, now, for such an hour as this, then you are part of the solution, definitely not the problem. And so I want to sing over you, want to sing over you. And as we're singing it over you, what I'm going to ask you to do, I'm going to ask you to do one thing. 
I want you to put in front of you, in your eyes, is it employees, is it bank balance, is it strategy, what is it, whatever it is, you need to hold it up in front of you and say, God, this morning I'm asking you for strategy. This morning I'm asking you for the right people. I'm asking you, Lord, for financial breakthrough. I'm asking you, God, for the books to balance. Let me tell you a testimony. My wife's business was on the way down in COVID. But COVID presented an opportunity to go global. So where she was primarily working in Lagos, teaching music to children in Lagos today, by the grace of God, she has students in America. She has students in London. Why? Because global has created an opportunity for her that she has more clients almost outside Nigeria than she has inside Nigeria. Wisdom. And so we're going to sing it over you. And like I said, don't be passive in this moment. There's got to be a reason why God asked you to stand this morning. What is it? Strategy? Money? Whatever it is. As we sing this over you, begin to ask God. God, strategy. God, open door. Wisdom. God, we work it out. God will work it out. One thing I know, one thing I sound. God will work it out. One thing I know, one thing I sound. I'm going to give you a minute. You've got to own this. You've got to own this. You've got to pray it now. I'm going to give you a minute. Why don't you pray? God, you tell him specifically what he's going to work out for you. For me, I need God to work out my staff structure. God, work it out. Work it out. I need God to release finances. God, work it out. I need God to give me strategy. God, I'm asking you now, this morning, I'm asking you, work it out. Work it out. Work it out. Work it out. God, we'll work it out. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Just before you sit, the guy in blue, uh, you can sit. The guy in blue, what's your name? Damilola. The Lord says to you, seasons have changed you know sometimes I prophesy that it's about to change but actually the season has changed it's changed it's changed now all you need to do is by faith walk in the new season you're not waiting for a breakthrough wrong prayer do not say father I'm asking for a breakthrough he has already changed it what you need to do is to recognize it that this night right now is a new season. So recognize it and walk in it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now God, willing more abundantly to show unto the heirs of the promise, the immutability of his counsel, which I'm going to get to in a second. In March 2020. Don't go. Ah, I know your pastor gave you the nod. Don't go. <laughs> this is my third call. Sorry. Don't worry. I have 26 minutes there. I, I, no, no. Okay. 
Um, here's my third call. Is somebody being blessed already this morning? I mean, this is transformational. Like if you get this from here to here. So God, who knows all things, in March 2020, got three songwriters together and they wrote a song. They wrote a song that has been sung in every nation of this world, even Islamic nations. A song that is 100% pure scripture. No addition, no subtraction. God knowing that we couldn't take care of the earth by ourselves, he himself invoked a blessing over his church. And he said, The Lord bless you and keep you make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you the lord turn to sing this song all over the world in different languages and we kept saying the Lord bless you the Lord keep you the Lord make his face shine upon you and the next line says the Lord be gracious to you God didn't trust us that by ourselves we could pray the right prayer so he gave us a song that is sung by children, adults, any person can sing this song and it's pure scripture. In fact, when you go to the book of Numbers chapter 6, God told Aaron, he said, this is the way you will bless Israel. This is the way in our world today, this is the way you will bless the church. The Lord bless you. Nice to see you, sir. Lord bless you. Tell your neighbor. And keep you. Make his face shine upon you. And be gracious to you. Lord turn Keep singing it, keep singing it, just keep going.
when there is world crisis, when there is no power, when I haven't been paid, or my husband will not answer, I choose to say, may his favor be upon me. Not just for today, not just for today, but for a thousand generations. Ooh. I choose to say, not my will, but thy will be done. When we are uncertain about the next election, we don't choose to worry. We choose to say, may his favor be upon me for a thousand generations. When I do not know what the future of my children holds, I say, on my children and upon their children. whether when I go for my test I'm going to be negative or positive I choose to say I'm not going to lie to you there will be moments this week where your heart will be troubled but you need to choose a choice you need to say and his favor be upon me on my children on their children my heart will not be moved I might not have it right here in my pocket but I know help is on the way <laughs> I might feel sick in my body, but I know the great physician is on his way. That's why I can boldly say, the Lord bless me. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I know. I, I'm changing the song. Say it because you need to say it. The Lord bless me. May his face shine upon me. God, be gracious to me. Lord, turn, Lord, turn your face. face towards me and give me peace. So, Father, that's, that's our ask. Peace. Peace. Shalom of God. Peace. Some people came here this morning. I'm not going to make another call. I'm just going to declare it. Some of you came here this morning. There was no peace. But right now, receive peace. Receive it. Receive peace. Receive it. Some of you need to receive peace on behalf of your husband or your wife. Receive it on their behalf too. Receive peace. Receive peace for your children. Yeah. 
anxiety go Amen. oh yeah 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 there's gonna be troubled times but Jesus said do not be, be of good cheer I have overcome the world Keep it low, keep it low, keep it low, keep it low. Amen. You know what amen means? It says, so be it, so be it, so be it. could go on for a long time but um, we need to honor time so I think I've got 15 minutes and I'm gonna preach something probably 10 minutes and like I said I'm gonna tell you a story but I'll start with the story here's the story a young man was in a school in Poland learning Russian he didn't want to learn Russian it was an annoying subject he didn't understand it and luckily for him, the Polish government then declared, we will no longer study Russian. But he had learned enough to be able to communicate in Russian. Many years go by. His work moves him to Berlin. In the city of Berlin, there's a global crisis. And Ukraine refugees are welcomed to Berlin for safe passage. He wakes up one morning, goes to the central station called the Hopanov station in Berlin. Enters a refugee camp of over 500 to 600 people. They give him a red vest because he can speak Russian. And there he is, one by one, being a voice of God to people who could not speak German, couldn't speak English, couldn't even speak Polish, but could only speak Russian. One of these ladies, a woman who's 10-year-old daughter was killed in the bombing, turns to him and says, I pray that this my younger daughter will grow up to be as bright as her older daughter. Here's the moral of the story for you. As a young boy learning Russian, he thought he was wasting his time. But time and chance, destiny and purpose meant that one day in 2022, the month of March, a language he learned maybe 30 years ago that he thought had no value, no worth, becomes the tool that stands him apart. I wonder whether what you're doing now, what you're involving now, they have no consequences for today, but in 10 years' time, 20 years' time, 
maybe being in this room today will be the trigger that would cause you to be effective in your future. My sister, what's your name? Sorry, sometimes the prophetic just comes up. What's your name? Momi. Stand up. There were things that happened to you five years ago. I don't know whether I'm, I, I'm, it could have been in business. It could have been, I think, yeah, that's what it is, leadership. There was some leadership training that happened for you five years ago that you didn't pay attention to. And God says today, now, is the time for that gift that's inside of you that's been hidden up until now to shine. This is the time. God says time, 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 time. This season right now is the time for leadership to arise for you, not just in church, but in the workplace. And I'm being careful about this. I want to make sure I'm positioning this right. It's not just about church leadership. It is about marketplace positioning. Even if it means you have to birth a consultancy, even if you have to birth something new, God is positioning you for marketplace effectiveness in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You may be seated. So let me try and preach for 10 minutes. Here we go. Book of Hebrews chapter 6, verse 9. And I would promise you, I will only speak for 10 minutes and then I would end. The rest you will do as homework or pastor today would continue the message. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 9, from the Amplified. And actually, I'm just going to guide you through this passage, and I would really encourage you to read it when you get home and really study it. You know, we've stopped studying the Word at home. We always come to church and study the Word. We need to go home and study the Word a bit more, two hours, three hours, studying the Word. What are you doing? I'm in the Word, studying. Don't do like one of my friends did. He, he named his bed the Word. And so when you phone him, where are you? I'm in the Word. But he was in bed. <laughs> All right. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 9. It says this. But beloved, even though we speak to you in this way, we are convinced of better things concerning you. I'm reading from the Amplified. Sorry. Amplified team. So good. Thank you. You got it. Okay. But be beloved, even though we speak to you in this way, talking about those who have fallen away, we are convinced of better things concerning you and of the things that accompany Salvation. For God is not unjust so as to forget your work and love. Very important thing here. God is not unjust to forget your work and your love. A lot of people like this scripture, but they don't like the bit that says God is not unjust to forget. So if God, if you have not done any work, you have not done any love, and God will forget now. The purpose of the scripture is that God is not unjust to forget your work and your love, which you have shown for his name in ministering to the needs of the saints, God's people, as you do. So Paul is talking to him, to the Hebrews in present, I mean, the, the writer of Hebrews is talking about present, future, and continuous that you meet the needs of the people of God. God is not unjust to forget what you have done. So my first instruction for you this morning, give God something not to forget. Somebody got it. <laughs> give God something 
not to forget your work and your love. Verse 11. As we desire for each of one of you to show the same diligence all the way through. This is why I like the Amplified. Show the same diligence all the way through. We have been on this journey for a long time. Pastor Tony has been on this journey for a long time. It's not a time to stop. I was telling my son, who's been married now for almost two years. I said, your grandfather, this year, this year you are going to be two years married. Your grandfather, which is my father, is going to be 57 years married this year. 57 years married. Me, this year, 27. So I'm thinking 27, that means I still have 30 more years to even match what he has done. So he's saying, don't stop. Be, be diligent all the way through so as to realize and enjoy the full assurance of hope until the end. Some people want to serve God for 10 years and like God, I've given you enough. 20 years, God, I've given you enough. 30 years, God, I've given you enough. Keep going, no? So that you will not be spiritually sluggish but will instead be imitators of those who through faith lean on God with absolute trust and confidence in him and in his power and by patient endurance, even when suffering, are now inheriting the promise. Daniel said, O king, the Lord shut the mouth of the lions. He suffered, but he obtained. Even the king came to him and said, Daniel, has your God delivered you? I pray for you that your neighbors, your friends, your colleagues will be asking you, has your God delivered you? The key is not to give up. For those who have once been enlightened spiritually, sorry, I'm, I'm, I've skipped myself. Okay, here we go. Verse 12. So that you will not be spiritually sluggish, but will instead be imitators of those who through faith lean on God with absolute trust and confidence in him and in his power, and by patient endurance, even when suffering, are now inheriting the promises. For when God made the promise to Abraham, he swore an oath by himself, since he had no one greater by whom to swear, saying, I will surely bless you, and I will surely multiply you. And so having patiently waited, he realized, he realized the promise in the miraculous birth of Isaac as a pledge of what was to come from God. Oh, yes, I can unpack this, but that's not where I'm going. Let me tell you where I'm going. Here we go. Verse 16. Indeed, men swear an oath by one greater than themselves, and with them in all disputes, the oath serves as a confirmation of what has been said and, in the, and is an end of the dispute. In the same way, God, in his desire to show to the heirs of the promise the unchangeable nature of his purpose, intent, and guaranteed it with an oath. So that by two unchangeable things, his promise and his oath, 
in which it is impossible for God to lie. We who have fled to him for refuge would have strong encouragement. In 2022, we will have strong encouragement. An indwelling strength. I'm speaking over you today that there is indwelling strength in you. You are alive for such a time as this. Joseph said to his brothers, don't, don't argue, don't fight. God sent me ahead of you for such a time as this. You are alive today for such a time as this. Some of us, when we, hear, when we get the phone call from home, ah, please, can you help? Can you bless? Ah, you're like, am I the only one? Mm -mm. You are the only one because for such a time as this. There's a problem in the office. They are looking to you for such a time as this. You will receive indwelling strength for such a time as this. Yeah, we're in uncertain times. But you have indwelling strength for such a time as this. Yes, who knows tomorrow, but you have strength for tomorrow for such a time as this. I think you're getting it. Whatever way we are going is for such a time as this. Nobody is here to help. You are here for such a time as this. Everybody has abandoned the ship, but you are here for such a time as this. Hmm. We who have fled to him for refuge would have strong encouragement and indwelling strength to hold tightly to the hope that is set before us for such a time as this. You have indwelling strength for such a time as this. Thank you. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email KMI Africa at kingsword.org. Telephone 234 810 00 640.